So welcome to another special edition of Out the Box Talks. I'm your host, Krill. (laughs) I got my co-host, my brother, A-Level. What's good, brother? How you doing? You know what it is. It's A-Level the Wiz. It's been a minute, but now we back in it. That's right. I like the way the rhyme and the flows go with that. I like that. I like that intro. (laughs) For real, man. It's been a minute, man, since we've actually done a show where it's just me and you talking about topics relevant to the community. So I'm happy that we could get back on the line today. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. So we've been doing a lot. A lot's been happening with uh, Out the Box. Um, a lot of interviews, a lot of interviews, a real good interesting interviews. We passed through the, mm-hmm. through the stick, through the stick man, to the Supernova Slum. That's right. Recently. And let me just say, yeah, let me just say that the reason why A-Level is over the phone, obviously, is because of the quarantine and the social distancing. So once things get start to get back better, we'll do the in-person stuff. But um, we don't want to stop the show, you know what I mean? We want to keep it going. So thank you for being available on the line, A-Level. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. We got to keep this. Keep this moving, man. For real, Keep for real. So, right before we, uh, what's it saying? Right before the quarantine happened or the social distancing, to be exact, happened, we, we like, I want to say, like, literally, like, the week, the Friday before it was in effect here in New York where things started getting shut down, Brother Jay Electronica dropped his long-awaited album. And me and A-Level been saying, we got to talk about this. We got to cover this. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about this. So I want to take the liberty really to just take it a little bit back and talk to the fans about that, man. People that's been checking for that. What's your thoughts on this long-awaited album from Jay Electronica a written testimony finally actually coming out. How you feel about the project officially being released? Oh man, it's dope. It's a work of art. That's what's up. Art. It's an art piece. That's if I had to, if anybody had to give me, a, you know, ask me in one word, you know, it's a work of art. Really not one word, but that's how I just put it together. Right. You know, this whole thing with, I think a lot of people expected, a lot of people expected patents of nobility. Yeah. You know, and I get it. I mean, I get both sides of it. I get the, 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 the being angry with the Electronica for waiting 10 years after Exhibit C mm-hmm. and the buzz and the hype. And I knew the longer it was going to take was the more intense the scrutiny was going to be. Mm. You know, because when people want their music, they want it right now. And hip hop has always been about the right now. It's, it's the mm. timing of it. Mm. You got to, you got to, you got to jump through that window and take advantage of that window before the window closes or moves. You know, but it's um, funny you say patents and nobility, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, that's obviously what. We expected the album. That was supposed to be the original name of the album, right? 
Yeah, and that the original that original album might still be out there. Mm. A written testimony I, is different. You know, yeah, because I, I was I, gonna say patterns of nobility, like it, it's it's really you can't even compare it to that because that never came out and we don't know mm-hmm. if it's gonna come out. But I mean, I'm optimistic, hopefully that it might, but Yeah, it might be yeah. like a detox situation, man. Yeah, you know, that's how <laughs> what I compare it to, you know. Yeah. Detox was supposed to come out, and then Dre just the perfectionist that he is. He just eventually just ended up scrapping the album, mm. you know, and just and just putting out the Compton album instead. So yeah. Now Patton's no, let me not say that. Now this album it got a lot of scrutiny. It got a lot of hate. A lot of people from the onset of it being released, they were like, they're not feeling it. Yeah, I gotta to say the album has grown on me. <laughs> was that the same for you, brother? I said, yeah, it's grown. It's more than grown. I mean, for me, it, shout out to one like again. You know, I, <laughs> when I when I look at all of these, you know, comments and you know, and, and I shout out to the uh, out the hip hop things out the box uh, group the page, Facebook group, yep. Facebook group. You know, uh, a lot everybody the comments whenever they comment, you notice this curl is like they they don't really talk about what they don't like about the album. They just say, oh, we waited all this time for a collabo with Jay-Z. Yeah. Oh, Jay-Z outshined him on the album. You know, they don't say anything about what kind of bars Jay-Z Electronic was spitting. They don't talk about how dope the beats were or the beats was whack. They just said, you know, it's okay. And they just keep pointing to how long Mm -hmm. the album took to come out. You know what it is, A-Level? The the album is not living up to the expectation that they were looking for, but it has nothing right. to do with the quality of the album. That's the way I see it. Right. Right. I, I, I mean, I'm. But go ahead. I'm listening. No, I mean, um, everybody is, is post trauma with you know the the loss of not hearing. Patents of nobility, man. Everybody's still in the patents of nobility world, and they kind of want to want him to be that. But for all we know, Jay may not be that same guy. He may not be that um, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Or maybe he passed, and he is. I mean, he specifies that on certain tracks on there. I don't know if it's Ezekiel's will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Very dope track. You know, I mean, yeah, he breaks he breaks down the reasons why. Yeah. I mean, he gives you a glimpse. It's not like full on detail, but he gives you a a glimpse of what might have prolonged think he said something about the release. Yeah. Breeds content or something like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 dropped. It was. Let me see what track that was. It was one of the last tracks on the album, and he he also hinted on it on other parts of the album as well. But uh, he gave you the 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 pretty much. If you really listen to the album, you realize why it took him so long. And I really think that it was because of Jay Z why the album even got released. You know what I mean? Jay got mm-hmm. involved and and pushed him. You know and. Look at when it came out <laughs> at the brink of a pandemic. So it was pretty dope to finally get it to come out. You know what I mean? I'm I'm happy with it. 
I'm more than satisfied with it. It's probably the most entertaining, exciting release that I've heard in a while. And I've heard mm. a lot of good. I've heard a lot of good albums, mm -hmm. but in terms of greatness, mm -hmm. it's a great album. I'll go that as far as to say that it's a great album. You I, know? I'll and, go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And, and, and for me, I don't think um, Jay Electronica shorted us on his bars at all. At no, all. I don't think so. You're getting what you expect from Jay. It's just not a, a huge volume of of verses. You know what I mean? He's sharing it with, is, with Jay. -Z. I'd rather give me ten, give me ten solid tracks than give me eighteen out of eighteen, and then the the amount of tracks that are lackluster or subpar right. is even exposed even much more. Yeah, give me ten solid ones. Illmatic was a solid nine. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So. And, and it's a classic to this day. So give me 10. And, and, and another thing, too, is um, lost my point. What was I going to say about this? It'll this come album. back. It's nine tracks. Well, 10 tracks. Let me see. I know that the first track is really not a a song, the overwhelming event, which which is a great intro. Awesome intro. Um. And then the Ghost of Soldier Slim. Ghost of Soldier Slim, yeah. Set the track off, you know, set the whole album off. It's a great way to set an album off. Yeah, it's 10 tracks, we, but but nine songs. One of the nine songs we already heard, which is Shiny Suit Theory. Uh, and then the only other track, the track that I can't, I'm not really a fan of is Flux Capacitor. Uh, but it's not a terrible song. It just, I'm just not a, I'm just not big on like it. But overall, <laughs> huh? Was that? Yeah, so you don't like that hook too much. <laughs> get the gas. Tell my uptown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong though. It's not bad. It doesn't ruin the album. It's just, it's, it's my least favorite. But what I think makes this album powerful is that every other track is huge. Like, these are some huge-sounding tracks. And the album really flows. And I think it's one of those albums that, and the stuff like we said, will definitely grow on you. The stuff they're saying. I'm getting more and more stuff every time I go back into it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you just don't really get albums that, that, that get distributed like that these days. So I'll say... You kind of peel away more layers and, you know, like, wow. Yeah. I'll say right now it's probably my favorite album of the year so far. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, I was, it was close between Royce. Um, and it doesn't mean that this album is particularly better than Royce's album. But for my personal, I'll say it's my favorite album of the year so far. Now that can change, but right now I could say that. I'll say that. And that's because of the overall sound. It's just... It, the the sound is the production is extremely rich in my it's, opinion. It's entertaining. It's yeah. an entertaining album. And people it's are people are saying it's it's he's he's sick in the lo fi approach. I don't really think this album is very lo fi ish. It has a it has that raw mad lib type mixed feel to it. But this is a good good it sounds like a really well mixed album in my ear. I don't know. I think I, I think they were feel about inten this. intentionally trying to mix it that way. I think okay. he was trying to go for a little bit of a shock value with it. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that make it not sound as crystally digital, crisp and clear mm-hmm. as how we're normally accustomed to hearing music. I think they might have, um, you know, um, this guy, uh, Young Guru, mm-hmm. you know, probably sat down. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Jay, Jay, like, Jay like had his input when they sat down and they mixed the album is that he probably wanted to put some put some dirt on them samples. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and make it a little bit more, uh, how should I say, more analog. Mm-hmm. Analog sounding right. than, than digital. I think that's the draw. That's the attraction of this album. You know, when you hear them kicks and you hear them drums and drums, some dirt on, on those drums. We haven't heard sounds like that in a while, you know what I'm saying? At least on not that not on that platform, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And another thing about this album too, to bring a point home, is about um, Jay Z, right? One might make a big deal about Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z outshined him on his album. No, I don't think Jay Z outshined him. Yeah, I, I think don't think Jay-Z, so either. Jay-Z stepped into Jay Electronica's world. Interesting. When have you, you, think when, so? when, have, when have you ever heard Jay-Z ever talking about Bishmi Allah? And see, Allah and the gods and all this other stuff. Really. I, I I see what you you're saying. Here and there. Yeah. But for the fact that that's Jay, Jay Electronica has been talking about that stuff since patterns of mobility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot all, of... All Muslim references on this album. A lot of Muslim references, and he kind of and you and you need to purpose. know, like he's saying things that if you don't know the the religion, you might not know about it. So it's it's a it's a learning. You can learn from, you know, the what he says on this album as well. But I I will respectfully disagree with you on the fact mm-hmm. that Jay Z's Jay Z stepped into his world. I think he did. It, with regards to the Islamic references, but mm-hmm. I felt like Jay Z's been capable of doing this. He, 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 like the ability for him to step into someone else's world, he's done this before, you know. Um, and that's what makes him such a dope MC because he can adapt, and he's been doing a lot of adapting on a conscious level as far as his music lately. I don't think I hear people talk about Jay Z in that in that way much like in terms of his growth as far as bringing consciousness in the music like jay-z was never known for that although if you really listen to jay-z back in the reasonable doubt days as far back he was always dropping little jewels but now he's like really coming through with it and it i wasn't surprised that he had this effect on the album because he did it with the um the four 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 album, and he also did it with the album he recently put out with with Beyonce. Yeah, he was he dropping that. She wasn't yeah. giving you no know, Islamic references. Well, yeah, you yeah, that, that's the like, only difference. It, it's yeah. If you're saying he stepped into his world in reference to the Muslim religion. references, then yeah, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. But as far yeah. as his ability to adapt. To different worlds, or to drop knowledge or consciousness, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. he's shown he can do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this is the most woke he's ever been. And being around guys like Jay Elect and, and and whoever else that he's hanging around with to kind of provide 
that mm-hmm. influence and that environment, you know, it speaks to them as well too. And Jay Z is not a scrub. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Not at all. Yeah. I don't. I not really don't understand what what guys were were expecting. I, I think guys were really expecting for him to just kind of just be for Jay for Jay Electronica to to wash Jay Z on every track. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite and, you track know, on this album? What's what's the one that just hits for you? Beginning, it was Soldier Slim was my one of my Ghost of Soldier Slim. My, the Ghost of Soldier Slim is one of my favorites. Okay. But now my new favorite is seems to be True to the Spirit. True to the Spirit and Ezekiel's Will. Okay. You said fruit, fruit oh fruits of the spirit. Got it, got it. Ezekiel's Will with the Dream. That's on the Okay. Dope. I, I like Universal Soldier. That one hits. It was one night last, I was... The last track. Is the, oh, the last track. Yeah. A-P-I-D-T-A. Yeah. I'm not sure what it stands for, but yeah, I got to look that up. Um, But yeah, that's, that's a powerful track. numbers record. on my phone that'll never ring again. Yeah, you know that's a powerful like, track. That track is... What a way to close an album. But it, it closes the album, interestingly, making you want more. Like, I feel like it, it's a powerful track to close, but I felt like there should have been something else after it. But it's dope. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that's, there ain't no better way to really end the album than like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a great I experience. I, I think it's a... It really and delivers. We really, and we really had too many albums, you know, these days, all these yeah. kind of alphabet, where um, you get an experience. Yeah. Where albums are experiences and not just, uh, you know, every day, run of the mill, let me, let me just listen to this album. Oh, it got some good beats, some good rhymes, and on to the next thing. I think if, if you could get away from, and I'm not saying you particularly, but those people that's like, fronting on this album if they could get away from this whole expectation because i think hip-hop does this a lot there's this big expectation always for certain albums and certain artists which is totally understandable but we have a hard time moving on from that and learning to accept okay maybe that album isn't meant to be released anymore we have a hard time and i think this is the challenge people are facing with this it's like they can't adapt to it but it's it's far from whack. It cannot be whack. Like I can't. Somebody can't tell me they listen to this album and be like the album is whack. They 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 don't like it because it didn't live up to their expectations. Yeah. Bottom line. They don't like it because it's not what they wanted it to be. I think it's even bigger than expectations. You know this this album. They wanted an album produced by Just Blaze. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted the album that you heard, they 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 pretty much heard on mixtape materials ten mm-hmm. years ago. That's what they wanted. You know, leading it, up it, to this. it could have been more. I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, we couldn't have had more. I feel like the only thing this album lacks is maybe some more tracks. Um, so it could have been more, but like, I appreciate it for what it is, and I think it's really yeah. dope. Like, I think line, he already like, he already explained it to us that yeah 
this was more of an organic feel to it. He had a more of an organic feel, being the fact that he was inspired. Mm-hmm. He run up, he ran, he ran up onto some season of inspiration that led him to making this album in forty nights and forty mm-hmm. days. And sometimes the best albums get released that way. Yeah, with the flow, going with the flow, because it's fresh. Yeah, you know, this is not something that you know tracks that I've collected over the last three years. Mm-hmm. And let me let me match let me match the best ones that sound best with each other. Remember I told you in one of our previous episodes that when we first heard that this album was coming out and that he recorded it in such a short amount of time, that that gave that was an indicator that I felt like this album was gonna come out. And it actually did. Yeah, I, I kinda I kinda felt the same thing. I felt yeah. I felt that it was going to come out based on what they were saying. Based yeah. on what you were saying. Yeah. Forty nights, forty days, uh um, doing a track with Hope, this is Highway Robbery, and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, <laughs> he has some really clever I, references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you mean, know what it is with him is he raps in a way that when you listen to him, it's pleasing to the ear, right? His voice is pleasing to the ear. Like you're not mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't understand what he's saying, but at the same time, he's even though he, he delivers it so pleasing to the ear, you still got to listen because he's saying a lot with the little that he says. I don't know if that makes sense exactly, to you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's saying a lot by saying very little. Exactly, yeah. But if you, you got to be somebody that's really listening, like for the, you know, for the lyrics and the, and the, and the, the vocabulary the rhymes, you know, being able to decipher it for you to understand it. But he and, it's pleasing to the air, but it's it's still some stuff, layers of stuff under that. And he which does brings that me well. To a, which brings me to another good point that I want to make is that we always talk about is does hip-hop still exist or does this kind of music still exist in hip-hop and this and that in the nature. What about does the does the the patient listener within hip hop still exists. Huh. Great does question. that person still exist? I think it does, but not in abundance, not in a multitude. Do 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 do, do fans still have? I'm certainly one of them. Patience <laughs> to sit down and listen to 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 to, to heavy mental, deep lyrics and enjoy it. You know what I mean. I'm so glad you said that because I'm one of them. And I think you have to be a fan of the the art. You have to be a fan of lyricism. So, So for me, it's not even a matter of do I still have the time? Of course, I'm not going to be able to listen to everyone. But for me, it's more of a this thing is like watching a movie. It's like anything that you do, you would generally do to take a load off and, you know, or enjoy aspects of life. This is one of the things that I do. Like, I like listening for new music. It's the reason why I have Out the Box, you know what I'm saying? Why Out the Box radio exists, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So I, I, I know that it, it exists through me and then I've 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 met a number of people 
in certain like groups, like Facebook groups and like Instagram that tells me that there's still people listening for it. But I don't know if it's a a, a huge. I'm so glad you brought that up because there's so much music I've been finding about late lately, and I want to share that, man. You know, so uh, lots coming for out the box. If you've been following us through Instagram, Facebook, you know, you understand that we've been putting a lot of new music out there for you to check check out. That's quality, thought provoking, creative, just overall dope. And what I love about the the, the latest two releases between the allegory and this album mm-hmm. is that it, it 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 restores the hope for heavy mental lyrics on those kind of platforms because mm-hmm. there's nobody offering that in in, in, in that in that realm and that's that yeah. mainstream realm you know no what doubt. I mean? Not in the mainstream realm. And I mean, there's trickles of it, but most of it is coming from independent artists. Now, speaking about Royce's album, like, have you gotten a chance to really, like, because I went in on that album. Like, that album is dope. But did you get a chance to really, like, delve into it? I have, but not okay. as much as I would want to. Okay. Because I'm trying to give everything my fair attention. Yeah. At this time, you know, like I, I, I don't want to I don't want to listen to albums anymore to kind of just rush through and get to the next album because mm-hmm. because there's so much music out there. I want to yeah. take my time with it, you know, and I'm still I'm still in this in this written testimony world. That's mm. and that's a test. And that's a testament to how the album is mm. because I'm, I'm, I'm still there. You know, what okay. I mean? but I'm, I'm going to really start getting more deeply into it. But from what I, I actually started listening to the allegory first. Okay, that, yeah, that yeah, because it came out first. first. I started listening to the album first, and like I was telling you, like before, you know, all this stuff, I was like, yo, I mean, someone said it to me best. Um, the allegory kind of reminds me, it's within that same wavelength that I felt when I listened to, to Pimple Butterfly, you know? Mm. It's, it's in that realm. I think I, I think I, I get you. I think it has to do with the skits too. Yeah. The skits are pretty yeah. dope. Because the skits kind of just piece it connects everything. You know. Yeah. What I mean? it, if if you ever and I'm not saying you a level, but if anyone out there felt like skits didn't play a major part in the album, you're bugging because this. Like I, I think you're sadly mistaken. Let me say that. Let me not call nobody bugging, but I think you're sadly mistaken because skits have had an impact on the overall sound of an album for quite some time, and it just shows you how important it is in 2020 with this album. But beyond the skits, I was able to really listen to this album it's i'm gonna tell you a level it took me a good two weeks to really Mm -hmm. listen and i mean listening and listening and rewinding and you know looking up lyrics like i was able to listen to this album straight through and it was not easy it was not an easy feat 
this album has layers on top of layers. It is not an easy listen. If you're <laughs> no, listening right. to to really grasp everything he's saying. Um, there's a lot of features on this album too, but it's a powerful album and there's some 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 lyrics in here that you're gonna have to like look up certain things to be like I just, okay. I just really yeah. I really it would have made this album would have been even crazier if my boy Elza was on there. Yo. I would have really loved it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd have been dope. He's you been know, on a too. lot of Royce features. I don't know how many albums of Royce he's been on, but he's worked with Royce a lot. But don't yeah. sleep, cause like there's some dudes on like the the King Crooked um feature on no, here no, is no. pretty dope. The Crooked joint is crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That might be one of my favorite tricks. What I did like um, actually love about it is Rhinestone Do Rag. I love that joint. And, 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 and for the fact that there's a lot of you know super lyrical dudes. Mm-hmm. between this album and written testimony that's on the same tracks with each other. I love hearing super MCs get together and do stuff. That's 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 just so exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? The and the difference between this album and a written testimony, because they're completely two different albums. But Royce has a lot of layers on this. Like there's it's it's just so much this is like a I say this is like a MC, super lyrical MC type of album, and the written testimony, although it does have layers, is delivered in a way that's way much more easier on the air. This one is is straight the MC bars, as they say. This yeah. is bars on top of bars, and, and it's somewhat philosophical too. It is. It is. It is. It 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 it, it, it um, it has a message that is really deep on this album and I think it really ties together with the skits. Yeah. So um yeah, if you haven't checked that Allegory album out, definitely go check that out. Really really dope project from Royce. Hopefully we'll get him on the show at some point. Um but yeah. I mean, it's tracks on top of tracks. If you are somebody who has the patience, because not everybody has this patience, but if you have somebody who has the patience to really sit through this album, you'll appreciate it. You really appreciate it. You well, know, um, who knows? Perhaps you can get uh, Jay Elect again. <laughs> I know, man. You know, Ooh. to be honest with you, I would love to get those artists on the show, and uh, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to minimize my chances in terms of the efforts that I put in to try to get those in, those artists. But I'm going to be honest with you, A-Level. There's a lot of other dope talent out there that yeah. I feel like we need to showcase. You know, like, um, it's, it's just so much out there. Of course, their albums may not be on the level of, of a, a Jay Electronica or even a Royce, but I mean, even that's subjective, right? Like you got some people that just, you know, they're into what they're into. And if it resonates with them, you know, you might be an artist that may not be as known as Royce or J Electronica. But if the music is dope, I could see some of these other releases showing up on people's number ones or number two favorite albums of the year. Like, 
So I'm I would love to get, you know, I'm gonna keep pushing to try to get these artists, but there's so much other dope talent out there that needs to be showcased, man. And that's what my whole wavelength has been lately, you know what I mean? No, I mean, it's not saying that there's nobody else out there. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? I'm just saying on, on your bucket list. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. That's just on my yeah. bucket list, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. So, like, speaking of that, like, I just want to shout out some other releases that I've been checking for um, that's really, really dope. And these are all releases that came out in 2020, all, like, EPs or albums. Shout out to Four Eyes. He's an artist out of, I, I believe he's based in Atlanta right now. He got an album called Look Into My Eyes. Definitely dope, dope project. You know, it's kind of soulful. Got a, you got a hip-hop vibe. It has a few, like, features on there of artists that we're familiar with, like J-Live, Talib mm-hmm. Kweli, the late Sean Price is on there. Um, who else? Senior Chaos, or Kaos, that's how you say his name. <laughs> Shout out to Kaz Mata. And um, what's the guy's name? Blast Mega. They got an album called Pal Bundy. Really, you know, conscious, talking about real stuff on the album. You know, I'm really, really liking that album. It's called Pal Bundy. It's funny because they got like the um, the Al Bundy background. <laughs> so when you when you see the album, you like, damn, what's this shit gonna be about? Like, but it ain't. It really. The album cover ain't got nothing much to do with the album. It's real, like, thought-provoking and, you know, conscious-minded. They talking about, you know, stuff that's happening, you know, on a social-political level. So shout-out to Kaz Mata and Blast Mega. Uh, their album, Pow Bundy, is out. Also, that, Charlie uh, Smarts. What about the, the Tanya Morgan joint, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, Tanya Morgan. They dropped the EP. What is it called? They just dropped that, too. I think it was, like, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like I, actually as I'm saying this, I'm just going through what I have on my list. Yeah, let me let me just get the the, the title of that Tanya Morgan. It's like a it's like a I think it's like five songs. It's called Be Right Back. That's a dope EP as well. Yeah, shout out to Tanya Morgan, Von P, and Don Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? What's the brother's name? Let me just. I'm pulling up my album tracks. This is so much. And a lot of, if you've been following us on Instagram, you'll see I've been p- promoting these albums as well. Yeah, so Charlie Smarts, he's a he's an artist from um, a group called Cooley High. He put out an album called We Had a Good Thing Going. So if you're into like, you know, the soulful hip hop, that whole little brother, Ninth Wonder kind of vibe, his album sounds kind of like that. Core Mega, he dropped an a EP called Mega pretty dope too you yeah. know it's, it's classic core mega you know what i mean cj fly i remember i was telling you about his album rude boy he's down with our uh, pro era his album is dope a level like it's to me it sounds like um like with the that boot camp 90s era you know st- i believe static selector produced all the beats on the track i mean on the album and that's really dope man so cj fly man really really dope album Count Base D, you know, if if you're familiar with Count Base D, he's like one of Doom's, MF Doom's like frequent collaborators. He put out um like in the past when Doom was really, you know, you know, releasing more releases on a on a consistent basis. Count Base D was collaborating with him a lot. 
Um, so his album is called CBD. That's a really dope album. It's it, it's kind of short though. Even though it's a lot of tracks, it's it's like some of the tracks are really short, but it has like a very soulful, you know, very crisp crisp production too. Um, so I like that. Um, shout out to D Smoke who also he was on. I don't know if you're familiar with that Netflix um, show. God, I'm forgetting the name of the show, but it was like this competition uh, show. Rhythm and Flow. Yeah, I think that was what it was called. Um, he put out an album called, hold on, D Smoke. Let me just get the album names. Um, it's called Black Habits. His um, It's pretty dope too, man. He's from the West Coast, Inglewood to be exact. You know, I got the kind of Kendrick, Levi- Kendrick Lamar vibe to it. Although he doesn't sound like K-Dot. Um, but you know, that soulful West Coast type vibe. Um, right. he's really talking some real stuff on this album too. I believe he's a school teacher. Like, you know, so you know you're gonna be getting some thought provoking stuff on the album. So if you've been following us on the Instagram, definitely check that out because um we got a lot of dope music that we share in there, man. You know. But yeah, man, um, I, I want to, before we get out of here, I do want to talk about this DJ Premier and RZA beat battle that um, we got a chance to witness not too long ago. So um, how'd you feel about that? How'd you feel about the presentation of that? Um, I think it was, it was dope, man. It's always good to see two great goats of the game, legends of the game, Mount Rushmore's of the game, you know, get down and mm-hmm. especially in the times that we're in right now, you know, to be right. able to. That's the one thing that you can actually gain from this whole COVID season that we're in right now. Yeah. Is, 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 is it puts you in a situation where you reflect more on things that you probably wouldn't reflect that much on if it wasn't right. the, the case, you know. And because um, of this thing, Thing over this thing, I myself per se, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm a little bit more biased to Prem because I'm not. I don't. When before Dilla, there was a before Dilla and after Dilla. And before Dilla, I was a Pete Rock, Primo, Lost Professor Head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And anything that Prem did, I was on it. Mm-hmm. Everything on it. Mm-hmm. Um, RZA in this battle, he did exactly what he was supposed to do, mm-hmm. which was play all of his hits. RZA is a transcendent um, producer. Yeah, meaning that when he came out, he was a game changer. You know. Primo had already been producing hits before RZA had came on the scene mm-hmm. and before he actually got successful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, going all the way back to Lord and that's strictly from the, strictly for the ladies and, you know, all these other hits, which he did not play. My big issue with Primo was um, he didn't really go into his bag the way I felt that he should have. Mm. You know what I mean? Which just kind of, exp- you know, uh, approve my point to demonstrate that sometimes your favorite artists are not their favorite, are, are, are not their best fan, their own mm. best fan. You know, 
the, the, the stuff that you think that they're great, they're great on, they probably either don't agree with or probably sometimes even overlook it. Because mm-hmm. for the life of me, I didn't understand how you can play code of the street. Mm. I didn't understand how you did not play work. You not play royalty. You do not play. Name the artist uh, with those tracks, cause the. Uh, I, that's the escaping street, me. Those, Cody, those tracks. Code of the streets. Code of the streets is gangsta. Gangsta. Okay, got it. Hard to earn. Off the hard to earn. Yes. LP. Yes. The same LP with mass appeal on it. You didn't play speak your speak your clout, which is already on there. That's with J. Rude Damager, uh, Little Dap, and Guru. Three different dope beats all on one song. You didn't do that. You didn't yeah, play I think work. I think it was too much, Guru. man. I think it was a case of that. And it's also too the much timing. It's timing. Timing, yeah. Those kind of beats, man, but what, what, what battles? And, and I'll go into tonight. I was watching... Um, Along with almost five hundred thousand other people on IG Live watching um Babyface and um Teddy Riley. Oh it's yeah, I, know, I didn't get a chance to check that out, but I've been hearing a lot but of like, almost, funny they stuff. They have about to shut. They have to shut IG Live down. Wow, that's the amount of people where the the, the bandwidth was just not too much. They kept <laughs> crashing. Yeah, they kept crashing. Wow. So you know the Rizzo Primo battle set that off. It set that in right, motion. right, right. So I say that to say is that, you know, a, a battle is just like a fight in the street. I might get you today. I might get you today because I mm-hmm. hit you with the right, you know, good right jab and, you know, hit you, set you up with the with the, with the cross right. and uppercut and boom, you're on your back today, right? <laughs> but maybe, you, maybe I eat my Wheaties tomorrow and I do a few more push-ups tomorrow and I catch you in the right time. Tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I knock you out tomorrow. You know, so that's what battling is like. If you don't hit it at the right time, based on what people are going for, like and momentum, yeah, you can lose. I'm not saying Primo lost, but he he didn't play caught in the act remake by Dr. Flex, which is retarded you know what I'm saying that is retarded to play that he didn't play half he went to the weakest track that he that he did for MOP or the album would cut how do you not play half and half by MOP mm. not, 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 now it's from the Blade Town track that beat is sick uh, um, he, you didn't go to Words are manifest, gangsta. Um, you didn't go to um, who's gonna take the weight? <laughs> You're a DJ, and that's another thing he didn't really utilize and go into. You're a DJ. So, that's so let me ask you: you when you when you have these records, and and this is and this is exactly what Teddy Riley was doing when he was battling baby face. Let, let, let me ask you something, A level. Mm-hmm. Hate to cut you off, but. Who, for the record, because I've been hearing a lot of people saying hip-hop won, which I agree with, but if you had to choose, who do you think won this battle? Um, You're going to still go with Premier even though? Nah, or? Slight, 
Now, Do you slightly, feel like I give Rizzo? it to slightly. I give it to Rizzo. Okay. He, he yeah, I gave it to Rizzo too. He but let, yes, hip hop did win. I agree with y'all. Yes, hip hop did win. Yeah. You let Rizzo get the best of him, and that didn't have that. That didn't have to happen. He didn't play the right tracks at the right time. When Rizzo you, started when, off when, with um, Liquid Swords by Jizza, which to me was a good start. But the thing was, you know he's going to these songs, right? Yeah. You know he's going to these songs. What else do you have? Most what amazed songs, me what, about what, what, the what? back and forth mm-hmm. was, um, I, I'll say this, before the battle even happened, I thought Primo was going to win it hands down. But nah, I, hearing I, I the tracks back and forth, them Wu Tang joints was hitting differently. They was, they was giving you that gritty, but, you know, but, screw but, face but, vibe, but, and bro, I was like, this "Damn, is, this is Wu Tang." This is the most legendary hip hop group of all times. Yeah, they changed the scope of hip hop. So, what do you think is going to happen if they play? If he plays them joints, if he plays, um. Uh, 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 crim, crim, um, criminology. How do you think that's going to play off on the speakers? That's going to get people hyped up and amped up. What happened when Wu Tang first dropped and when the purple tape? Oh, yo, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? This ain't just like Premier. He's an underground producer. Like he produces for everything and everybody. So yeah. Primo is always out there. He's a hardcore. He's yeah. a hard. Blue collar worker that's always doing beats. Rizza is different. Yeah. His soundscape launched the sound of a group that is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Of course, that's gonna hit. Yo, I got the track list here. You want you want to go through it real quick? Yeah, you can go. Okay, so he started off. Rizza started off with Liquid Swords, then. Primo went to the medley by Jay-Z. Then RZA came with Bring the Pain by Method Man. Yeah. Then Primo came with MOP Breaking the Rules. That, that, that's, that's what I got mad at. Oh, you got <laughs> Why? Why Breaking the Rules? I felt like he was warming up. Nah, man, Rizzo got to business. He went straight to work. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You came. You bringing the pain. Come on. <laughs> Yo, but when he when he dropped mathematics by most death, I hate that. Well, formerly known as most death. I beat that. I was I was pretty excited when I heard that. It's one of the one of the worst beats I've ever heard him produce. You I guess I guess I wasn't excited because of the beat so much, but because most. Just did his thing so well on that. I was excited. It's not, it's not because that's the greatest primo beat you ever heard. You're excited about Moses' lyrical performance on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that I, and I think, that, think, that 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 excited me about the record because I don't think, like, I don't think everybody listening was listening strictly for beats. Some some people were listening exactly because they they were fans of this actual record. And that's and that's my point again. Yeah. About Rizzo. People are Wu Tang fans, man. Yeah. Who's not a Wu Tang fan? Who's not a who's not a fan of, you know, Liquid Swords, uh, yeah. Purple Tape, Iron Man, Supreme Clientele, Fish Scale. 
Who's not a fan of any of those records? Uh, Old Dirty Bastard, Return to the 36 Chambers. Mm-hmm. Who's not a fan for that? Yeah. You said it right there. Nobody's really just listening to beats. They're listening to how the rhymes hit with the beats. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't a and beat gonna... battle. It was two great producers coming together, but it, it was it was what what records gonna make you go wow? Like, and they or, or weren't make really you jump trying up. to take each other's heads, man. I've been in this yeah. kind of situation before. I seen Pete it's a Rock battle of records, battle. man. Primo yeah. and Pete Rock battling on East River Park. I thought this was gonna be a oh I'm gonna take your head. Nah, they was kind of really friendly. honoring each other and just playing yeah. records for the crowd, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and and really. These battles is not like we walk away from it. Like my legacy is tarnished and your legacy is living. No, my yeah. legacy is set already. Yeah, doesn't matter what happens after we leave this battle. This is not like a rap battle. Mm-hmm. Like where we going nose to nose, nose nose to nose, and head to head. And after I chew you in this battle, niggas gonna be thinking about you and looking at you kind of differently after that. If here's what it's I different. would say though, if it was new beats that none of us heard before, and they were throwing, I think Primo would have won. <laughs> If Primo would have went deeper into his bag, like I said, more of them songs, it was it, it, he the one. Yeah, he the one because I'd have let. Honestly, I would have. I would have everything that prayer that that um that Rizzo would have thrown out. I would have been expecting it. Right. And he didn't even go into the Daytona 500 bag. Yeah. You know, Daytona 500. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's he a lot of stuff he could have went with and added and I would, to it. If I, if I was Primo, I would have been prepared to say, no, listen, he's going to hit me with everything Wu-related. Yeah. The only really, Rizzo really didn't produce that much outside of outside of Wu-Tang. Uh-huh. The only tracks he produced outside of Wu-Tang was what, Trez Letcher with, yeah. with, 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 with Pun, Prodigy, and, and you, Inspector. You know, and, now that I think about this, I'm wondering much. if it was more difficult for Primo because his catalog is so vast in terms of working with people outside of his camp, like outside of Gangstar, you know, when I say camp, I mean that of course he has a bigger camp than that through the Gangstar Foundation. But like, I'm wondering <laughs> if it was more difficult for him to go to like his vast catalog to remember that, everything, and that, it might have just been easier for Rizzo to remember it because the majority of it was under Wu-Tang. I think he was battling himself. Like you said, he has a vast catalog, so which yeah. joints do I really go with? Mm. He has produced just as many hits. It's probably Gangstar. stuff he probably don't even remember and that There's probably did. stuff he forgot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure, but his catalog is extremely vast, yeah. It's extremely vast. Mm-hmm. He didn't play, you know, Rock Marciano was in, the, was, in the, was in the feed talking about take it personal. Take it personal. <laughs> play take it personal. How uh, did you not play take it personal, Brian? I know, I did see it, that? but I didn't see when he, he said that, yeah. How do you not play that? <laughs> I don't get that. How do you not play Oh, take take it personal. Take 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 personal. Come on, let you know. Come on, Craig. Start running that music. That's what we should have did in this episode, man. Running these beats are what he should have played. 
you know, maybe we do that for another show. Yeah, we had to do but, another um, show. Stuff that he stuff that he should have played because that was that was actually what I was posting. I'm like, Cream, mm-hmm. you should have went with this. <laughs> you should have went with that. Yeah. How do you not play that? I got um I on on the RZA side. I was just like I got disinterested when he played Gravel Pit, um, and it was oh, pretty man. much towards Gravel the end. Was I was like, yeah, I can't listen to no more. It's too much. Because they had already went over the amount of songs they were supposed to play. But overall, I got to say, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the best quality and sound. I mean, you're listening through Instagram, so I understand. Um, but I think they did a good job. And overall, we got a solid amount of tracks on both ends. But uh, I gave RZA the win just because... Those tracks were just hitting a little harder than some of the primo tracks, and as as they were going up against each other, that was the other thing I was thinking about too. Maybe if the sequencing was different for primo, but overall, like I said, and like people have been saying, it's a win win for hip hop altogether. So I'm just grateful that it um it happened, and you know we were able to enjoy ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, man. It- I, I was I was mad because he he he, he could have played more stuff, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that well, I'm not even the only one, you know, that people were expecting him to play that he didn't go to. Oh, absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. Which is why I say you know it's not it's not a real battle, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for the you know for the fans for the for the the fans of the culture. So I really enjoyed that, man. So yo, A level, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. Um, we gotta get some more conversations happening. Uh, but any last words before we dip out for this show? That man, just uh, everyone out there in radio world, continue to keep your ears open, keep your eyes open, stay safe out there. Indeed, be safe out there in this environment. Um, be still and just um, and look up, man. The best is yet to come. Yep, yep, yeah, man. And I'll second by saying, yes, definitely be safe. I know, you know, a lot of us are still experiencing social distancing. So wherever you are, whether you're in New York City or another state or another country, um, from the West Coast, East Coast, continue to stay safe. Take precautions. Be wise. You know, keep that vibration of love strong, you know, and do away with the fear because the fear ain't helping us. Keep that vibration of love strong, but do take precautions. And, you know, like A-Level says, stay safe. Make sure to check us out uh, on Anchor.fm, the Out the Box Talks podcast. We're also on Spotify. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We uh, upload our shows to Mixcloud as well. So, you know, keep it locked. If if you've been listening, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen. And, you know, keep supporting that realness, man. We got so much dopeness that we want to share with you on the Out the Box platform from dope artists to dope music to just all that thought-provoking, conscious, creative music that's, that's still shining in hip-hop. And um, so just keep it locked with us, man. And our A-Level, thank you again for holding it down, you know, on the social distancing tip. Uh, We'll get through this and 
we're going to keep it going, man. You know what I mean? Word, word. So with you that being say? said, we're going to say peace. Yeah, what happened to peace? Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Out the peace. box. All right. So I'm going to cut it there.